Welcome back. Um, Alright, so gonna switch things up here a little bit, kind of change the direction that things were going. When we last left Brigitte, she and her companions had just entered the catacombs, the proper catacombs beneath Castle Ravenloft, and uh, I had kind of lined things up to go, okay, well, we're gonna encounter a, a banshee. And that's fine, nothing wrong with that. Love a banshee. I thought it would be more interesting, got to think about it, I thought it would be more interesting to kind of delve into, eh, delve into uh, a feature of Iron Sworn that we haven't had a chance to use yet, which is um, something out of the Delve book uh, called Anomalies, okay? Um, this is not technology, this is technology that I've seen in various forms, she's all the way back to probably like Fate 2nd Edition or something like that, but I think it's well done. I like to do that. So what this what the what an anomaly is essentially is a challenge to overcome. Um, well, I'll check it from the book here. Um, old magic permeates the Ironlands. Uh, these forces sometimes manifest as an anomaly, which is an otherworldly feature of the terrain or environment. Some are the embodiment of ancient spirits and have un unknowable motivations. Others are forces of nature given cruel purpose. To resolve an encounter with an anomaly, you can take action and make moves as appropriate to the situation and your intent. Alternatively, you can use a scene challenge to play out a confrontation with an anomaly. This is the recommended approach since it gives an anomaly an appropriate amount of focus and danger. Scene challenges were included as an optional mechanic in Ironsworn core on page 234 they're back um and restate here with a focus on the anomaly encounters this is on in delve on page 133 is where this stuff starts out so to run a anomaly which i'll talk about what that is here in a second basically you give the anomaly the anomaly that you're trying to defeat uh a track to beat and i'm going to do this as a progress bar because i can do that pretty easily um we're gonna add one here and we're gonna have ravenloft Catacomb, and this is a dangerous thing. And then I'm gonna add another one, and how should I call, what should I call this one? How would I record this? This would be a countdown track. And we're just going to, yeah, that works. So the deal, so here's how this works. Um, basically, I'm looking to defeat, it's like a challenge, it's like a any creature, anything I'm trying to overcome, I'm trying to progress through this, this, this bar here but and and sean has worked with this a number of different times uh in uh, address this issue in a number of different ways in his games i talked last time about how as you're progressing through a site as you get into like sort of boxes four five six seven um the challenges that the site sends to you get more difficult and then to, just to keep you from like just maximizing optimizing things and just capping out all the way up at the top of the bar because things get harder um this is a different way of doing it this is a different way of approaching that same issue where i i fill up this bar and then i conclude like any other vow or, or challenge or anything like that but this countdown track also fills up and this can force my hand because if this thing fills up all the way when this last box gets filled and it fills up one two three four if that's the last one fills then this automatically concludes whether I'm ready ready for it to do it or not. So there's a bit of a, a countdown timer. That's why it's called a countdown track, which is great. This is all mechanics, but what the hell is going on here? Um, the gloom or this this anomaly that I'm going with, and I, I could have come up with, uh, I was going to come up with one of my own, and I realized I had one right here that was just kind of perfect. Um, there's a there's an anomaly on page 144 of the Dell book called a gloom. A gloom is a mass of malignant shadow. It dwells in dark places beneath the earth or in the shadows of thick woods. At twilight and during the long gray days of winter, it emerges from the lightness re from its lightless refuge to sate its hunger. Gloom's amorphous form cannot exert physical force. Instead, it will draw in its victims through illusion, mimicking familiar voices or forms. Or it will use the cover of darkness to ambush unwary prey. Once enveloped, the victim is a captive audience for the gloom's apparitions, forced to face their innermost doubts and fears. The gloom picks at their sanity like a scavenger cleaning meat from the bones. After a time, there's nothing left but an empty shell. If trapped within a gloom, let your conviction and courage be your light. Against hopelessness, find hope. Against despair, find peace of mind. Against terror, find faith. In the darkness, it is not the gloom that is your enemy yourself. So, what I'm doing, and this is probably... I imagine Sean going, um... Yeah, you don't need to put an anomaly in a delve site. That's probably layering pain on top of pain but whatever i think it's pretty cool anyway the idea here what i am what i have decided to do is that the catacombs here are the anomaly this site 
this is such a nexus of pain and death and suffering and despair and loss and sadness that it has become something unto itself. It is a, a, a space that must be really confronted on its own as a, a thing of power. Uh, mindless, maybe. And they, I didn't want to... I'm not necessarily getting rid of the banshee or anything like that, but that's just an aspect of it. Um, one of one of Strahd's former brides that has, um, you know, wandered down through here. Uh, or that that you know now wanders these these the, the walkways of the catacomb thing. That's that's one possible manifestation of of this of this aberration, this this anomaly. Um, my goal here is to because honestly, I love the Ravenloft module. I do. The catacombs are dumb. Uh, most of them are just silly. Uh, the way it's laid out is kind of goofy, and seventy percent of the names on the catacombs are just. They're just, they're, there's nothing in here. It's, it's a series of traps, um, some unused uh, uh, burial sites, and then puns. And there's a few that are good that I've highlighted that I intend to use here and there. And then somehow Strahd knew that they were done using the catacombs. And these, these big rooms on various parts here are his brother and his mom and his dad and himself. So, really? Um, I'd rather make this more abstract so we can just vibe on the vibe of this burial site with all these various bodies and the, the entire history of the of the place and having conquered hopefully the gloom having just generally access to this place uh so that i can check out a few things and then attempt to secure some advantages and, and that kind of thing without having to worry about the delvin stuff necessarily this i'm just i'm basically going all in on like let's basically squirrel this whole area of the map away check it off but let's not make it easy we're gonna hit it with this and we're gonna hit it with this with this we're gonna do this anomaly thing and i think um i think i might actually make this thing formidable because i if i remember right it says that you can make the challenges and i feel like i well no it says everything's supposed to be dangerous at this point so i'm gonna look at that real quick so the default rank for an anomaly is dangerous, which means every time I make progress against it, I'm getting two progress. I'm checking off two boxes. Increase the rank to formidable if the anomaly is particularly noteworthy or if you are ill-prepared for this encounter. I feel like the catacombs beneath Castle Ravenloft are a formidable challenge. I feel like that's what should be happening. And as far as the delve site goes, formidable is on the table. Uh, that's fine. So we're going to go with that. Uh, right. So let me get back over to Brigitte's sheet here real quick. And it'd be nice if that remembered. And I'm going to set this to formidable. That's It's kind of rough. Uh, to a certain extent, I'm kind of treating this like a... Th it's sort of like fighting something. Except, interestingly, there's really only a couple of moves you can use. Um, it's designed to be uh, a SAID with... Um, you know, you deal with it with either secure an advantage or uh, face danger. But... The moves have been tweaked somewhat um, for specifically for this for this purpose for for doing a dealing with this anomaly. So there's a whole face danger thing. I'm not going to get into it necessarily. Um, basically, as you resist, oppose, or interact with an anomaly, first envision the situation in your action, then face danger or secure an advantage using whatever stat is most appropriate to your approach. So you know, for example, using heart to secure an advantage as you focus on a positive memory to resist a gloom's influence. Um, it's just these two moves. The choice between the two moves is both narrative and mechanical. Face danger is more reactive. Um, dealing with an immediate threat or overcoming a harrowing obstacle. Secure an advantage is proactive and used when you are using your resources, abilities, or expertise to prepare or gain leverage. But there will be situations where either move is valid. So consider the mechanical outcome. Face danger allows you to build progress, while secure advantage builds momentum. That's fair to remember. Face danger is going to be the thing where I get to mark progress, which secure advantage is building up my momentum. That's good to know. Face danger is inherently riskier since a weak hit involves some sort of concession. Even if you take action which would normally fall under another move, you should frame and resolve that action as either face danger or secure an advantage. For example, if you bargain with a circle of stones, uh, if you are using bargain, you should face danger instead of rolling to compel. If you are attacking something, uh, you should face danger plus iron instead of rolling to strike. Um, and then we use these tables here. If you bolster your defenses against a, something by finding shelter, you should secure an advantage with wits instead of make camp. This all makes sense to me. So hopefully, eventually, it will make sense to everybody else. Okay, so...
We've come to the catacombs. And just to refresh everybody's memory, um, we are going to, I'm going to, and for some of you, this hasn't been that long, buried deep beneath the keep of Ravenloft, this arched ceiling sags under squat crypts, over squat crypts, forming these catacombs. A thick fog clings to the floor at knee height. Cobwebs hang limp in the musty air. Thick dust is settled over everything, filling the crypts engravings, making it difficult to make out the names of those buried here. The black ceiling is moving, and I mentioned before, this is like thousands of bats. Uh, the catacombs fill an area, large area we can see on the map, and are made up of 10 foot wide arched walkways running between 10 foot square crypt. Okay, so what I'm doing here first, I've, I've come to the entrance of the thing. I can see from where Brigitte is at, like the hallway stretching in either direction. We come to the catacombs, obviously, probably Strahd's place, if it, or the burial place of Strahd, Smother, it's theoretically in here somewhere. So I'm just going to try to take my measure of this place and see what I can figure out. And for that, I am going to look at, whoops, I'm, I'm going to look at secure and advantage first because I'm going to try to first plan things out and, and get a sense of what I should be doing. So we're going to go back to moves and we're going to go to secure and advantage. Now, the secure and advantage is largely the same the way it's written, except when I fail. Um, a strong hit or a weak hit, it just works the way the move works. On a miss, I mark the countdown box and pay the price. So I am going to here, secure an advantage. And when I'm working with speed, agility, or precision, I'm rolling edge, charm, loyalty, or courage, roll heart with aggressive action, forceful defense, strength, or endurance, iron, deception, strength, stealth, or trickery, roll shadow with expertise, insight, or observation, roll wits. The main purpose of this is to get momentum great and my momentum is currently at a two so i will take everything i could get <sighs> the two ways i can see approaching this would be either using observation and insight or trying to sneak my way through here i think i'm going to do the observation first i might be doing stealth moving forward but for right now uh i'm just going to be using my wits for this so i'm going to roll i'm going to roll plus wits and see how i go as i take in the edges of this catacombs and take in the sense of prevailing doom here. And if I remember right, I've got a way to show my dice roll, which should have turned on. It doesn't seem to have done so. Super. Let's see if I can figure out why. Lovely. There we go. Okay. That's a weak hit. It's fine. So on a weak hit with secure and advantage, your advantage is short-lived. Take plus one momentum. You know what? That's fine. I can't really tell a lot. The place is creepy. There's a lot of fog. There's there are mist, there's cobwebs. I can't see very far in in sort of any direction. His marks like, well, after careful observation, I've been able to determine that the catacombs are very creepy. Let's kind of give him a look. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that insight. And I think rather than trying to make progress on this, it's a little bit risky to do this. It's very risky to do this, but I think rather than immediately going into face danger, well, let's look at face danger real quick. Before I say that, I'm going to go and look at what the face danger move actually indicates face danger that's oh, pretty much the same kind of thing okay so yeah let's just try to move carefully and quietly along here and hopefully we won't draw anybody's attention so Ismark, i know you want to speak as mark but don't speak and i am going to roll stealth which is rolling plus shadow i have only rolled shadow once before in this game it did not go well so hopefully things will turn around a bit for me this time we'll see <laughs> All right, face danger, strong hit. That is excellent. Okay, now we're going to read a different kind of face danger because this is uh, different stuff here. Um, if you face danger, reference the outcomes below instead of the standard face danger results. On the strong hit, you are successful. Envision how you gain ground and mark progress per the rank of your challenge. So I don't get... Now, it's interesting thing about this is that face danger normally would give me plus one momentum it does not do that so the only way to get momentum is the secure and advantage thing which is a very interesting shift to the balance of this for the purpose of this um, challenge so we're moving we're moving it now this that where i'm moving is irrelevant i'm just moving myself in there so i get sort of mentally an idea of of what could be what might be happening in here and also that kind of stuff but that's cool um let's get over and get brigida i wish there's a way i could just kind of minimize that annoying um anyway so i'm going to go in here i don't get to mark and uh momentum but i am going to mark progress so that's one box in 
and we'll see how that goes. All right, so I feel that I, I, I see myself like, you know, dealing with this. Um, I'm gonna move it. Can I move this? Hey, look at that, I can. All right, I'll pop that back later, but for now, Ooh, that's great. I can move that screen all over the place. Um, I'm going to keep Brigitte's sheet up here for a little bit, but I'm, I'm not going to keep going back to... I'm not going to keep minimizing it. I'd rather look at the map right now. Okay. Um, okay. So now, uh, yeah. Well, we're, we're making progress in here. We're creeping along, but we don't really find anything. So we need to figure out... Let's, let's, let's see if the names on the tombs tell us anything. Anything that we may be able to learn something, get it, get an idea of where where it is. We, you know, I'm just going to set myself in the middle of this place because really I could be anywhere in here. And rather than trying to track that, I'm just going to say, let's just see if we can make heads or tails of these. Let's learn something. So once again, going back to secure an advantage. Um, get that character sheet up here, and I'm, a character sheet I'm just leaving off to the side. But you guys probably know Brigitte's stats as well as I do at this point in time. So I'm going to roll this time, but this time I am. Uh, well, once again, I'm going to be using uh, observation because we're going to be creeping along here and trying to uh, learn something. Trying to see if we can suss out just the organization of this place. Ooh, sweet. Okay. All right. That's excellent. Secure an advantage. Um, on a strong hit, apply the outcome as per the move. And the opportunity is uh, something I'm just going to have to... So I got an opportunity. That's cool. Um, secure an advantage says... Uh, make another move uh, on a strong hit you gain advantage choose one I can either take control make another move now not a progress move and add plus one to the roll or prepare to act take plus two momentum I really need that plus two momentum so I'm going to take the momentum and get myself up to five that's fine I'm not going to take the plus one on the thing but I do get an opportunity <sighs> I do get an opportunity and oh, that's a... I think I kind of know those these are all negative, so that's not helpful. Let's look at the delve moves and see if there's a cool... Oh, find an opportunity. Well, that's convenient. We'll just go right into the delve move. That's not that technically the find an opportunity move. I'm going to bring this back in here so we can um, take a look at it. But um, So what I'm... It says find an opportunity. I'm going to actually do the find an opportunity move from delve um, because I think... I mean, why not? because I, I kind of want that, I sort of want to find an opportunity to be... So when you encounter a helpful situation or feature within the site, roll on the following table. If you're making this move as a result of a strong hit on a delve of depths, eh, you can pick or envision an opportunity instead of rolling. Then choose one, gain insight or prepare, take plus one momentum, take action now. You and your allies may move, make a move, which directly leverages the opportunity when you do add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. All right, where's my supply at? Okay scavenge forage or hunt all right so find an opportunity i choose one gain insight or prepare take plus one momentum take an action now you and your allies may make a move with a plus one and take plus one momentum on the hit plus the other thing okay so what i'm going to do rather than i got a strong hit so i'm not going to pick i am going to pick the opportunity to scavenge forage or hunt um obviously not hunt obviously not forage but scavenge i'm all over it so I'm going to take the plus one momentum here. I'm not going to try and take the plus one on the roll. And I am going to scavenge, forge, or hunt, which is actually the under um, the adventure moves is resupply. When you hunt, forge, or scavenge, roll plus wits. Um, and I'm, this is meant to um, beef up my supply. My supplies are the three. And the reason I'm doing this is because I have seen the stuff that's available, sort of the stuff that they have listed in the various catacombs and stuff like that. And there's a couple places where you can get like sort of reliquaries of the saints and blessed potions and, and just stuff of that. Plus one sword. Um, there's actually a sword in here with a wish on it. Just a wish. Level five adventure. Just here's a wish. Um, but in any case, the point is there's stuff that can be acquired. And uh, certainly things that might help us against Strahd, I, I welcome. So I am going to take this opportunity here and we are going to see if we can get a resupply roll and make it fit. So this is obviously wits and without a modifier. And that gives me a weak hit. On a weak hit, you take up to plus two supply, but suffer minus one momentum for each. I don't love that, but I don't hate that. So I'm going to take my supply up to four. That's fine. Even though my momentum drops down to five, um, it still gives me something. I will take it. Um, and we'll say that there's, uh, well, find it here really quick. Um, somewhere in here, there's, uh, there's a couple places we can find money. Uh, I'm not really super worried about that. 
Uh, there's a couple of random traps and cut some of the names in here are just the worst pun. Oh, so like there's a high priest from long ago. It's buried in here. Um, and you can get some, you know, enchanted arrows, a scroll of raised dead, uh, three bottles containing potions of, you know, invulnerability, things like that. So we get some, we get some supplies, maybe some blessed relics, uh, blessed, you know, blessed, whatever, uh, stuff. We find a, well, I'll go with this. We find the crypt of Prefect Cyril Romulik, beloved of King Barov and Queen Raven. Oh, King Barov, Barovia, and Queen Raven. Except this wasn't. This is a barony. Anyway, whatever. Um, Queen King Barov and Queen Raven, Ravenloft. Um, high priest of the Most Holy Order. Blah 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 blah. So it's a priest. Maybe that's probably good. So we go with that. Um, okay. So gets a lot of momentum though. It's a little bit better than I was. All right. As the opportunity we took the momentum already and i think we should probably see what can be done about muham yeah faith yeah we'll have to I, i'm going to keep going with secure and advantage that actually kind of helped so i'm going to go and keep taking a look at these various crypts and see what can be seen so we're going to do secure and advantage again we're doing it with wits as we search along through here. Thus far, we haven't been assaulted too much by the gloom. It seems to be leaving us to our own devices. And I spoke a little bit too soon. That was a terrible roll. But luckily, I still beat that week two, which is awesome. Um, cool. So secure advantage on a weak hit. Your advantage is short-lived. Take plus one momentum. Um, I'm finding, you know, there's a few... I'm finding some that seem to indicate this is maybe some precursor family line stuff for for Strahd, you know, uh, the barons that came before the Zervik line, that, that sort of thing. So I'm getting a sense of how this place is, you know, perhaps laid out. And I think we need to head that way. So let's do face danger. And we are going to do this with... I want to go with wits again. I mean, I'm just I'm using my head. I'm planning this thing out. This is where I think we need to be going. You know what, though? Just for fun, I'm gonna shift things up. We're heading. We should be this. The Zeravik crypts should be this direction. And uh, this is obviously kind of a daunting prospect. I, I, you know, it should be this direction. So um, I see the reaction of my companions. I'm like, be brave, be steadfast in the face of of the evil that we, it, given what we've already faced, the evil that we've already faced in this place. What what harm could come here that we could not withstand? Together. Together. This way. And you know what? Do I get a thing where I face danger with a... Do I have a thing for facing danger with a friend? I wonder if I do. Uh, where's my shield bear? When you face danger... No, using my shield. That's my shield. But Ismark, when you clash or battle... Or when you face danger... Uh, against an attack, though. Eh. No. Not yet, but maybe. Um, that might happen. Let's see how this face danger goes. Um, let's make some progress. Let's make some progress. We gotta make some progress, man. We haven't, we haven't made any. And I closed my sheet, which I should not have done. That was silly of me. It's fine. Get moves. We got face danger. We're going to go with heart. Be of good heart. We stand together against this. And none may stand against us. Some may stand against us. I can name one who might stand against us. And his name is a four on the action dice. That is not awesome. Okay. All right. And the move shifts things around here a little bit. If you face danger, on a miss, you fail. Your action is undermined by a dramatic turn of events. Mark a countdown. Mark a countdown and pay the price. Okay. Mark a countdown. Progress. Marking a countdown. Not great. And pay the price. Let's look at our pay the price uh, moves here. I think I have an idea for what this might be. When you suffer the outcome of a move, choose one. Make the most obvious negative outcome happen. Envision two negative outcomes. Great one is likely. Roll on the table below if you have difficulty interpreting the result of the current situation. Roll again. Okay. Let's see what pay the price has to say. I'm just going to roll on the oracle and see what I get. It wastes... wastes because, of course, it wastes resources. Okay. So, it wastes resources. The gloom seems to darken and intensify the mist swirling up around us as we head in the direction that we, I believe is the correct way to go. The mist choking, making it hard to breathe, making it impossible really to move forward and, and actually almost cutting us off from one another. I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning a scene kind of like with the, uh, in the, the second Hobbit movie with the dwarves in, the, in um, Mirkwood and the sort of the haze and the dazed and the, you know, the, the almost yeah, they're almost drunken disorientation kind of thing as they're wandering about and just don't seem to be able to track anything and they're just all of that craziness. Um, something like that, and I, uh, Brigitte kind of staggers, you know, stumbles out 
the words uh, torches. We need more. We need more torches. And I'm, I throw my pack down. And I'm just shuffling everything out of the pack and you know grabbing torches and trying to light them. And they're not lighting. And you know grabbing you know oil and pouring that on and and just making a freaking mess of everything just there on the floor and, and trying to get to go torches. I get a torch lit and I hand it to Ismark and I get a torch. You know, and it's just a it's a shambles and it's a wreck. Um, and I'm waving it around like we're under attack and just you know, trying to drive this thing back um move back move back to we can't go this way it's, it's it's too much and so we retreat from this and it's only later that i realized that much of what i dumped out of the pack i left behind uh lit torches i don't need or didn't think i needed or thought i needed but i didn't need or maybe i did need them i burned some of that but i also left just i've left things out of the pack um left things out of my supplies so my supply takes a hit um this isn't at the end of the big conflict so i'm not going to hit a, with a formidable but i am going to hit um like a dangerous type of thing so i'm going to take two supply which moves my supply back down to two awesome so glad that i took the time to uh resupply earlier and i'm going to try to face danger to um find another way it's like this this thing's like we've got the torches out this thing's not going to beat us we'll circle around we'll head this way uh we will we'll let's move quickly it's it's focused in this place i can feel it so let's let's move this way this way i'm an idiot because what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be moving ed rolling edge and my edge is terrible but let's not let that stop us um so rolling edge face danger against the attack we're not quite there yet i think i hear things in the darkness and if this goes poorly um i think we're going to be dealing with an attack so submit this and see what we get well well okay that's not great that's really oh did i mark did i mark a thing yeah i did all right or did i face danger i feel oh, okay good all right so for the face danger move um on a weak hit you are successful in mark progress but you also encounter a minor complication envision what happens and mark a countdown box to represent this setback great you what does it say encounter a minor complication a minor compli minor said minor complication so what we have here is like some uh, like we've got i'm gonna say uh oh the torches the torches uh rile up the bats and we get swarming thousands of swarming bats beating up against us and uh whether they're doing it intentionally or not clawing and biting and just you know making our lives just generally a misery so we're gonna go into progress here and i'm marking progress here but i'm also marking progress here that's not awesome because as soon as this thing hits 10 I've got to roll against this guy, which is not filled up enough. Uh, all right, so I am going to face danger against these bats and try to drive them back. Ismark, get in here close. Get your shield. You know, get be. You know, all of you, both of you, get behind my shield. And we are going to face danger. But I get a bonus to this one. I get a bonus to this one. Um, my assets. And when you face danger using your shield as cover, add plus one. And when you face danger against an attack by standing together, add plus one. So I get two plus ones against this, which is awesome. And I am, when I'm facing danger with my, what am I going to be doing? Face danger. When you do it with forceful defense, roll plus iron. So I'm rolling plus iron with a plus two. It could be better. But not by much. We should go fingers crossed on this and see what we get. Ugh. That's terrible. I rolled a fucking one again. Oh my god. Wow, that is just a freaking disaster. Um, I well, I'm gonna try to at least make some progress. So I'm gonna I'm gonna burn my momentum back down to a two again, and we are going to. That gets me a weak hit at least on the face progress with on the uh, on the face danger, which gets me setting. Nope, did that wrong. Click that. All higgledy piggledy. Um, progress. I'm going to mark progress here against the countdown track and mark progress over here on the face danger. So we drive the bats back, um, but there's a lot of shouting and that sort of thing. I seem to be angering. I, I have angered the catacombs. This is not going to be awesome for me if I. So now we're just kind of like almost, I'm going to say, somewhat on the run. We're moving, slashing at this stuff, and we have, in some cases, evil spirits that are rising up. I've got the flail of heavens out you know we're we're bashing our way through this thing um i am going to once again i'm going to endeavor to face danger secure an advantage maybe i secure an advantage uh, okay so if i secure an advantage aggressive action forceful defense strength or endurance roll plus iron i'm trying to find yeah push through to there get into that unused crypt the one that's the one with the door open get in there we'll block it off and bear them down so i'm going to do aggressive action rolling plus iron to secure an advantage uh i am still dealing with this with 
is marked, so he's going to give me a plus one. But I, I'm not using my shield for this. I'm flailing around with my, I'm flailing around with my flail. Huh. And that's going to give me so give me a plus one on the on the iron roll, and we're going to face danger. Or we're sorry, we're going to secure an advantage. So I'm doing iron plus one on in addition to the iron for a weak hit. God bless it. All right, that is killing me. All right, so secure an advantage on a weak hit. It works just like the thing. You you you. You do succeed, but your advantage is short-lived to take plus one momentum. That's fine. So I'm in this thing, this this sepulcher. We've run through various. We got an unused tomb here. The doors open, and I'm I'm trying to uh, learn something more. Uh, where the hell are we? What's going on? You know, we've, we've run back and forth. I'm, I'm completely lost track of where we even started from, let alone where we are right now. So you know, let's see if we can get our bearings and figure that out. And for this, I'm going to secure an advantage once again, but I'm going to be using wits, um, which is better, but at the same time, I'm, well, not better. It's the same as iron, but I don't get the bonus since I'm not, um, actually, I probably shouldn't have taken that plus one last time, but it's it's fine. It would have given me the same result. Um, don't take the plus one because I wasn't doing a face danger. Therefore, Ismark wouldn't have helped. I'm doing a secure advantage. I'm using wits, I'm doing plus two, blah, blah, blah. Off we go. What do I get? Okay, another weak hit. That's fine. I am in just an unused. It's not even labeled. Crypt is unlabeled and useless. Um, it, well, useless in terms of uh, any kind of advantage. So we, you know, any type of extra information or anything like that. So what can we do from here? What can we do from here? What haven't I rolled yet? I've tried stealth. I've rolled edge. I think I've rolled every stat, so I don't have to feel bad about not using any of my particular stats. That's fine. Um, I don't want to face danger right now. That's not great. I need to get more momentum. All right, my friends. We are at the. If we are not facing directly off against the creature, we have, if nothing else, come to the heart or the belly of his home. And we can feel it here, can we not? This place is is no place for the living. But here we must come. Here we are. We must. We must persevere. It is, it is what we need at this time, and it is what is demanded of us, and we must rise and meet that challenge. I will rise and meet that challenge. I will be your shield, and you, my lovelies, will be my heart. Stand beside me. Let us journey forth and drive these creatures back with the force of our very courage, with the force of our heart that they have not, that they have lost. They will flee from us, for we are what they can never be again. We are living, we are free, and we know in our hearts that we journey forth together and i'm gonna throw the crypt door open and just march out in there and just for the free wardens you know what ah man i have a bond with the free warden <sighs> technically i have a bond with the flail of heavens when would that even come up i guess oh, anyway i have a bond with the free i'm taking a bond bonus on this because i'm doing like this is i think this is cool um it's it's kind of invoking that this is sort of a dogs in the vineyard kind of thing but i i just think it's kind of neat um, so let's go with that. I'm going to go with, so here we go. I'm going, uh, secure an advantage. I'm going with heart, charm, loyalty, and courage. I mean, I've got a lot here that I could call up with. I've got a bond with the free wardens. I've got a bond with Ismark. I've got a bond with Irina. Um, I feel like giving myself one bonus for a bond is not completely unfair in this situation, especially, you know, it's a pretty good speech, honestly, pretty happy with that. So, um, heart plus one, secure an advantage. Ha! Uh, okay, sure, sure. Secure advantage. When you get a strong hit, take you can choose one, take control, make another move now, and add plus one, or take plus one. I'm gonna take plus one momentum, but I'm gonna take an opportunity. What can I take an opportunity to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the delve thing again. I think that's a good. I think that's a cool way to roll that back in there and still kind of remember that we're in the delve. Um, I get an opportunity. Uh, you encounter a helpful situation. Choose one. Uh, probably take one momentum. You encounter a desert. You encounter a denizen who might support you. Well, okay. Uh, oh, fuck. All right. All right. My momentum's up to a seven. I'm gonna do the banshee. Fuck yes. All right. Check this. All right. So we got the banshee here. Let's pull her in. Ooh, banshee. Look at her. She's banshee-like. We encounter the spirit of one of. One of Zarevic's, one of the Baron's former wives, I can't know her name. A wronged spirit of the, now in the, in basically D&D, Banshee's like a, a undead elf kind of thing. Um, which seems weird to me, but whatever. Uh, which one was she? Yeah. Patrina Velikovna. Patrina Velikovna. Bride. Oh, bride, not wife. Interesting. So we find ourselves at the crypt of Petrina Velikovna, Bride. And we're just like, Bride? How many 
I've seen a couple other crypts that are marked wife. I was like, how many times did the bastard? I, I kind of keep that to myself a little bit because I don't want Irina to hear. And as I turn, I am confronted by this creature, which I described previously, but, you know, ethereal and, and waifish and, you know, beautiful, but at the same time, um, just a being of pure misery and sorrow. Who, who are you? Now, normally, in a situation like this, I would, I would try and do a compel or something like this, but as we are currently dealing with an anomaly, and she is technically just a feature of the anomaly, I do not use like a compel or anything like that. I am using the the two moves that are at my disposal. In this case, I'm going to face danger. I'm scared. I'm going to do. I'm facing danger to speak with her and and see if I can get her on our side. She was a bride. She died before she even married this monster. And I am going to cross my fingers and hope to blazes that she isn't happy with Zerovic. So we're going to be doing a face danger here. And it is going to be, I'm using charm, loyalty, and courage, I think. I'm not trying to be deceptive. I'm going to be as straightforward as I can. And that means heart. So I am facing danger with heart. I say to her, this is how I envision this happening. We have come to the castle Ravenloft to cast the Baron down. The women he has harmed, those he has wronged throughout the barony, throughout time, they cry out for justice. They cry out for revenge. And we have come here to meet that justice out. For that, we must know the creature. We have been told that the monster's mother's place holds a key to this knowledge. Something that we can use to overthrow him, to find his weakness. But we are lost here within these catacombs. They, they rise up against us at every turn. Will you help us? Can you help us? Lead us where we can find a spark of hope against this monster and cast Stradvan Zerovic from Barovia and destroy and free this place. Ooh, I like that. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I like that. I am going to face danger. I'm going to do it with heart. Is that my opportunity? Yeah, yeah. Somebody who will help us. Heart. Do I get a plus one? I don't think I do. I'm just going to hope for the best. Heart is my best stat. So, oh, man, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 afraid to flip this over to the other side to see what I get. Ha! That's a strong hit. Fuck yes. All right. So on face danger. Uh, if you face, oh, sorry, face danger. If you face danger on the strong hit, you are successful. Envision how you gain ground and mark progress per the rank of your challenge. Okay, progress per the rank of your challenge. All right. I think I think because this is an opportunity. So I'm up at four now. I think what I'm going to do, and I've seen there's a couple places in here where you can do this, where you can sort of take like a plus one forward on a roll, and I think I'm going to do that again. Uh, she she doesn't respond so much as turn. And say follow me and i am going to hope like blazes that geez do i want to secure another advantage i do i think i do i really want to lock this down a little bit so one of these is gonna bite me in the ass i'm just sure of it but for right now okay so face danger that would be loyalty again secure an advantage would also be loyalty that's fine i'm rolling plus heart heart Wait. All right, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do secure an advantage here. <sighs> okay, and I'm gonna do with wits. As we're moving through here, I'm paying attention to my surroundings. We're following the spirit, but I want to know where the hell we are, hoping to God that she can get us through these mists and get us where we need to be going. And that is a fucking through. Okay, I'll take a weak hit. Whoo! Securing advantage in this environment is great because, I mean, unless I completely blow the roll, I'm not losing. Like, if that had been, I'd be done. If that was a. Uh, I would be done if that was a uh, uh, face danger. I'm not going to... I don't... I'm not, which is awesome. Okay, so secure an advantage on a weak hit. The advantage is short lived. Take plus one. So I, I do learn something. We're going through the what appears to be a place where the brides... Are, or the various people who were married into the... Um, so we pass by, you know, Sasha Ivliskova, wife, and Petrina Velikovna, bride... Um, first counselor to Baron von Zarevic, Stephen Grogorovich, and one of the crypts is, um, you know, there's Elsa Falona and a few other ones. Crypt, one of the crypts that we pass by, opening, the stone has been carefully laid to one side, and through the swirling mist of the perpetual fog, newly engraved letters can be read on the stone above the door. Irina Koliana, wife. I point this out to Ismark. I make noise so that Irina doesn't see it. Um, it's information. It's theoretically useful. It's not 
helpful right now and I do not need the I do not need the morale hit this is going to be so that one is a weak hit plus one forward and I'm going to try to face danger to see if this is actually going to get us where we're going and we are again doing this with charm loyalty or courage to see because I don't have much left one way or the other these rolls are going to go against me and I'm going to have to my hand will be forced pretty soon so we're going to face danger we're doing with heart and seeing if the uh distressed spirit of one of Strahd's wives can lead us someplace better than where we've been. I don't have any plus one or anything like that, so we're just taking that. Ooh ha! That is a face danger. That's a strong hit. Freaking awesome. Great. On um, a strong hit, you're successful. Envision how you gain ground and mark progress. So she's leading us through the mists. The mists seem to part. Somehow a spirit that was trapped within this anomaly is fighting against the anomaly itself. Her will is still strong enough, even now, to push back against this. I can see that it's difficult for her, but it's possible and it's happening. And we mark progress, which is great. She is leading us into a larger space, up up, great stairs. And um, let's look at the map here. Up these great stairs with um, blah, with uh, guardian statues and this sort of thing. And two, and, and you know, these two guardian statues and, and leads us up to the base of the stairs here and simply points points and we must proceed from here on our own courage courage i say to my i say to my friends and allies courage once again we can do this and we will do this and we will progress proceed proceed facing danger and seeing what comes from that so back into previous character sheets and another move here to face danger and i am going we're going forward with courage we're going forward with courage she'll do it I'm not taking any bonuses forward um with bombs or anything like that but because it's not really necessarily relevant at this point but here we go forward i don't want to look i don't want to look i'm gonna look ah i can burn momentum for a weak hit well i'm not gonna fail entirely well this is definitely this brings the whole thing to a head so this is where we see how well we can do this has driven us in here on progress I'm going to take a weak hit on the face danger, and the weak hit on the face danger is you are successful in mark progress, but you also encounter a minor complication. Envision what happens and mark a countdown box to represent this setback. So we mark here. That gets us to six. Could be a hell of a lot worse. And that mark, we mark here, and that puts us at our countdown. So let's take a look at this thing. Um, when your countdown track is completely filled, all four boxes, you must resolve the encounter by making a progress roll. You can also decide to make the roll whenever you have accumulated enough progress to make success likely, or you feel that the narrative of the scene is guiding you to a conclusion. It's kind of both, honestly. Although I might have wanted to do one more roll to like explore the tombs or something like that. As with standard progress moves, you may not burn momentum on this roll. Ouch. Uh, and you are not affected by negative momentum. On a strong hit, you achieve your goal unconditionally. Ooh, that'd be nice. The anomaly is defeated, avoided, or outmaneuvered as appropriate to the situation intent. On a weak hit, you overcome, outwit, convince, and or escape the anomaly, but not without cost. You must pay the price. Make this a minor cost relative to the scope of the scene. On a miss, you fail, or your progress against the anomaly is undermined by a dramatic and costly turn of events. Pay the price. Make it hurt. Fuck! That's scary. Okay, so I am going to conclude the Ravenloft Catacomb Gloom. Gulp. Boy, I just don't know what to think about this. And uh, we'll, we'll just see. We'll just see where it goes. <laughs> Fucking yes! God, that's... Mm, Love it. Love to see it. All right. So, on a strong hit, you achieve your goal uncondition unconditionally. The anomaly is defeated, avoided, or outmaneuvered as appropriate to the situation and your intent. My intent was to get the fuck here and get the thing. Get the MacGuffin. Defeated, avoided, or outmaneuvered. Sweet. Shicking. Sweet. All right. So there's a couple things that are gonna they're gonna happen here. I'm gonna mon let me modify this. Get rid of these guys. That was I'm entirely pleased with. Um, having used that, I'm just I'm just happy with how that used it. So there's a couple things here. Um, we did two different delve moves here, and we completed the anomaly. So between those three things, I think the fact that I got two opportunities in there that I used a delve move on as a positive thing, and the defeating the anomaly itself, which represents basically this whole floor practically, or at least this catacomb, which is a huge portion of the castle. I am counting this as three progress against Castle Ravenloft, which does not suck. I will take that by itself. That alone right there is pretty 
freaking awesome. Um, and I let's look back at my assets, not my assets, my summary here, summary, summary, and look at some of the other things I had going on here. Investigate, avenge the missing members of the Free Wardens. Not quite, not yet. Destroy the Devil Strahd and free Barovia. I am marking. I've got a banshee on my side. Not permanently. I got a banshee on my side, and I got the book. I'm marking two progress against destroying the Devil Strahd and freeing Barovia. Getting the book is going to give me advance on uh, cleaning the vampiric taint for Gertruda because there's going to be some stuff in there. Um, just getting the book, and I'm going to research the book and see if I can get some more. Driving the Kushida Barovia, no. So, a little bit of progress there. The whole bunch of stuff that happened there. That's a big, whole big thing. Now, if I was fighting a thing, I wouldn't be able to get that much progress out. But this is different. It's cool. I want to say how I'm impressed that using just two moves, slight, with one of them, only one of them, slightly reskinned, gets so much leg, get, gets has so much legs for enacting this thing. All right, so let's let's get back. I, I, I can do that in a, in a post-game wrap-up, but let's just talk about this. Okay, so we got over to, this is K88. So, this should be the tomb of uh, Berov and Rovenia, Ra Ra Ravenovia. Berov and Ravenovia. Uh, this tomb rests in hushed silence. Great stained windows filling the eastern walls filter dim light into this room. Because this thing is actually below the castle, but still facing out over the cliff. So it's down the cliff, like thousand feet or something, hundred feet, 300 feet, something like that. And it's facing out. There's just windows from this tomb out onto the cliffs or out over the cliffs. Um, a closed coffin stands on each side of this roughly 40 foot square room. You are directed by uh, the, the Oracle of this book uh, to uh, uh, check the fortunes of Ravenloft results for possible treasure and encounters here and there is uh treasure here and this is the tome of strad now this is the straight um, i'll probably adjust this a little bit but the tome of strad is an ancient work penned by strad and his forebears himself himself and his forebears it is a tragic tale of how strad came to his fallen state the book is bound Ooh, tragic tale of how strad came to his fallen state the book is bound in thick black leather in a thick black leather cover with brass hinges and fastening the pages are of parchment and very brittle most of the book is written in the curious shorthand that only Strahd himself employs. Stains and age have made most of the work illegible. There's a base... And there's a whole bunch of stuff in here. Um, bits and pieces of color text that tells you stuff about um, just why he is the way he is, how he happened, how he came to be how he is, and also the connections to Irina. And that kind of thing. So um, we're going to be doing some... I feel like that would be secure an advantage, but I want to actually get... Well, we can use scary advantage. That's fine. Um, but that I'm going to save that investigation of the book here for, and this is very much um, the Chamber of Marzipul, Moria, Chamber of Mar. I'm probably misremembering the name. I know I am. No, I'm not. The Chamber of Records. This strikes me very much as like uh, you know Gandalf reading from the from the damaged book in the Chamber of Marzipul. You know, there's no way out. We're reading from this damaged book and and learning more about Strahd and, and all of these pieces and stuff like that. So I'll, we'll do some more sort of securing the advantage type stuff, maybe getting some momentum, making maybe make some advances against Strahd and, and some of the other pieces, maybe finding out about the, the Free Wardens. Uh, we could find out some stuff about, oh God, th this book, God damn it, the priest was right. This book is really, really important. I could leverage the shit out of this because we can find out stuff about the, the, the Kashida. While they, why, why they're here, they probably want this freaking thing. You know what? They probably do want this. I'm going to go back in here and I'm going to advance uh, the quest against the Kushida because they want this and I've got it. So fuck them. I got your book. Wait, I think I already did. Did I do that? I think I did it already. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I said I didn't. It didn't really apply. All right. So I've got the book. I'm going to learn some more. I'm going to find out what I need to do. This book is important. God dang it. That stupid idiot priest was right this is probably a super useful book for me even within the context of the game because i'm going to find out stuff about strad and how vampires work so i can address the whole thing with gertruda the free wardens the oh you're mine now you poncy bastard coming for you strad set you and your whole fucking family on fire feeling good feeling good and i'll uh, guys how freaking cool I'm, I'm just loop back around to this thing and talk about it more that that uh, anomaly thing i had i was looking for something else i was looking to see if there were stats in delve or any of the other books that would kind of align with the the banshee 
And I think there is. I never found it because I, I hit the anomaly thing first. And I was like, what the hell is this? I've forgotten about this. So I started to read. And I'm like, this is the catacomb. This is what we should be doing. This is this is the thing. Um, and it was. that that was I really like that because this is, uh, you know, hex crawling. Well, it's just, I don't know. It's fine if it's D&D, but uh, I... I don't have any interest in any of that for this kind of thing, and that turns it into this turned it into much more of a flow kind of deal. Um, we're just kind of flowing through the space, and how do you take a, a space this complicated and just decide whether or not you're you're you've sort of beaten it anomaly? And conveniently, they provided one that was um, exactly to tone for the kind of thing that I was looking for. This this gloom. Can't recommend it enough. That's great. And I have to, I'm, I said it a little bit before, but I'm going to say it again. How great is it that you can take two moves, just two moves, some of the basic most catch-all moves in the game, really, face danger. I mean, you've got face danger, th three most commonly. Face danger, security advantage, and pay the price. And reskin them slightly and get this lovely mechanic. Now, I think if, if you've ever played Fate, version, you know, like third edition, the current Fate Core, third edition, second edition, you've run into this idea of there being like progression bars. Try to get your bar filled in before the other bar fills in kind of thing. That's not new tech. It's really nicely leveraged here. Um, the idea that filling that thing up forces your hand and you have to conclude is nice because you can't you can't just optimize it and say fill it in as far as you can go and then go and keep, my, keep the situation safe. It's not going to work. It just isn't going to work. Instead, this. I like it. It's good tech. That is good game design. Sean Tompkins, god dang it, you are really freaking good at this, man. I like this game. I like this game, guys. Um, I'm going to, we're signing off at this point because this is going to be actually, this is going to be a pretty long one. Um, I just want to say uh, one more time because I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, I have been doing, log, I have this 250 some odd games in the actual play thing on YouTube, and I've enjoyed all of them. Immensely, I love the players that I play with. Um, Masks is probably still one of my, you know, the Masks Menagerie probably still one of my favorite games, just in terms of the way it shook out and the feedback and stuff from people who were following it. But the comments on this series have been so supportive and so helpful, uh, both in pointing out rule stuff, but also just in in talking about what's working, what's most useful for people, what they've really enjoyed. Thank you. Uh, I've had more engagement from this game from the people who are watching it on YouTube than um, I th almost any other game except for probably the the, the one big masks game. Uh, so, and I did not expect that. I didn't I didn't do that for that. I did this because I wanted to play some more Iron Swarm, and I thought I would just, uh, in order to refresh my memory, I would I would kind of go back through and re reacquaint myself with it by doing the the, the recaps and then kind of get into it. But I found an opportunity unlooked for, and uh, I, I got a good roll on my delve, and, and you guys all showed up. I have allies. So anyway, thank you guys all so much for that. Um, we'll be back with this. I hope you enjoyed this. I This was cool. I'm pretty excited about that. So talk to you all soon, and uh, talk to you next time. We will see about getting out of the... Well, actually, before we even leave the catacombs, I'm going to get me some of that book. Mm, love it. I really hope it goes well. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys.